I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the easiest to answer evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have The Candles of Shelburne. So it's um it's getting really like we're we're like a day or two away from Canada Day up here. <laughs> so I thought I'd hunt down a uh uh another Canadian creepypasta to uh just let you know for the for the for the time like for the mood um mm-hmm. also <laughs> i just realized i'm gonna bring it up here i just realized last week's episode was technically our eighth and our eighth our eighth year birthday <laughs> but you know what when we get to the 10th of your birthday i'll do something really special <laughs> yeah okay fair enough <laughs> like we're like oh uh, yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna save some uh some my my hype and energy for that like when we get to that point <laughs> But, it's an oopsie, but it's fine. Yeah, you know, we we should like we, like we'd have that eighth year birthday, and then Canada Day was coming up. So, like, you know what? Let, let's go with Canada Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for like a theme, anyway. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so we're doing the Candles of Shelburne. Um, it's uh, it's by Indol on Creepos.wiki. You can check it out there. Uh, but otherwise, I'll go into the rundown. Um. So Nair and his friends, because again, we don't get Nair's name, I believe, in this story. Um, That's true. But we get all of his friends' uh, names, Greg, Kyle, and Sally. Um, Aliases, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He says they'll call them these names, um, which May no one likes name calling. Real names. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> hey, it's an improvement from last week. <laughs> When everyone was called like A and S and K, oh, fuck, don't remind me. <laughs> that that's the re- that's the real reason why we did we did bother celebrating our eighth year birthday. The gamer just really hated the last story. I mean, anyways, please continue. Yeah, let's, 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 let's continue. So, yeah, so so Nair, Greg, Kyle, and Sally are all teens who live in Shelburne, Ontario, and this story takes place in the in 1992. Um. On a very warm October evening, the teens decide to sneak out of their very rigid Christian conservative homes and camp out in the nearby valleys and hills. They get out uh, a ways out into a valley uh, and set up a camp on a hill overlooking the valley. And as they do typical teen things like drink, smoke pot and make out, Nair heads out down the hill a bit to take a leak. Um, it's here that he sees a moving candlelight off in the valley, and it stops as though the person holding the candle has spotted Nair, even though it's like the darkness of night. Nair goes back up to his friends and reports what he saw, and then they head over to the spot to take a look, and that's when they find that it's now two candles that are moving uh, through the valley towards them, much closer. Um, They call out, uh, stifling any nervous fears on the strange situation. And that's when more candles pop up throughout the valley, uh, like dozens of them, um, heading towards the teens. Um, 
They then promptly nope the fuck out of that situation, uh, back up to their campsite and pack up and run. <laughs> um, Nair is one of the last ones to leave the camp and looks back to hear the closest two people supposedly holding the, the candles that they saw that were closest, uh, running and stomping up the hill towards them. Like they are like really close. Um, so he freaks out and the gang runs all the way home. Uh, rationalizing that this may have been a prank by their parents to teach them to break curfew. Like, cause again, like they weren't supposed to, to be out here to at not night. Break curfew. Yes. Yes. To teach them to not break curfew. Um, and, but th those rationalizations get dashed when they return home and find that everything is the same and their parents are fast asleep as like they were when they were left, when they left them. Um, so unless they're ninjas <laughs> or like ninjas <laughs> and just like, uh, that's a whole other story entirely. <laughs> mm. The Shelburne ninjas, <laughs> um, the ninjas of Shelburne. Yeah. The ninjas of Shelburne. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so that kind of is the end of it for the, for most of them. And then Nair never tells his friends that three months later, he returned to the camp spot they had been at, uh, on a cold winter day. And found, to his horror, stacks and stacks of burnt-out candles and even recently burned firewood, as though someone had been waiting for them to return. Finn. <laughs> so, uh, I think we shall move on to... Everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions! At this point. Um... You know what's a bad thing for a story that, like, is this... This story was pretty short. <laughs> and... You know it's bad when, like, most of my notes are just, like, almost, not quite, but almost sentence by sentence by sentence. Oh, really? <laughs> for, like, issues or, like, grammar inquisition stuff. So, yeah, let's just, let's just dive into this. <laughs> <clears throat> um, this day, someday in late October in 92, it was just as any normal day would start out. Um, so. I think so. The first bit there is like this day, comma, someday in late October '92, comma, da, 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 da. I think that first comma should actually be an ellipses since it looks like it's denoting like a pause as the person re recollects, like this day, someday in late '92, in, in October, late October, <clears throat> someday in late October in '92. Like, just I feel like there should have been like a bit more of a pause than a comma. I'm not against that. Mm. Uh, and then my next one here. But there it was, palpable heat and all. Um, so conjunction and junction fodder aside, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll save that for Mikey. <laughs> I, I think there should actually be a comma after there it was. So it's like, but there it was, comma, palpable heat and all. Because as it is, it's just like, but there it was, palpable heat and all. Like there's just no, there should be a pause there. Yes. Um, yes. And my next one here. It was a day of boring and probably very offensive narrow Catholic lectures. We were sick of the of the, we were sick of this long day and we just wanted the outdoors, which was basically like video games for us, which most of us didn't have at the time. So we're well on our merry way, go hiking down onto Highway 10 and group of four, me and two other guys plus a girl. 
Okay, two things. <laughs> um, for me, there's a little bit of past tense, present tense thing that I kind of didn't like about this. So it's like, um, I think it should be, it had been a boring, or it had been a day of boring. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, just to make it, just to make it past tense. Otherwise, yeah. maybe throw that cut to bit at the top. So at the start of the story, it says like cut to um, uh, Shelburne, Ontario. <laughs> like almost like cut to a location, like to a um, uh, cut to a location um, from a previous scene. Even though the story's starting like that, and I I think that the cut to should actually be here. So it's just like. Uh, cut to our merry way. <laughs> um, just so, like, it, like, because, like, we're starting with, like, this whole thing, like, he's talking about, like, how boring his day was, and then it's, like, cut to this next scene where we're already hiking down the Highway 10 and stuff like that. Um, and if you don't want to use the cut to, uh, or, like, watch it, like, do something differently, then perhaps it should read, uh, so, like, that, that second part of the paragraph, or that second paragraph that's, um, from the uh, the boring school day and such, uh, perhaps it should say, uh, "We were on our merry way, going hiking down along Highway 10. A group of four, two other guys plus a girl and me. Um, and like after a group of four, have like a a, a, a semicolon, just like to kind of like we're gonna. Here's a list of of who is in the group. <laughs> and it's hard to follow what you're talking about. Because like I'm you're sorry. talking about the, the part where it's talking about the school day being boring, and then you're talking about cut to here, and then you're talking about the start of the next paragraph. <laughs> yeah, I had a whole like there's a whole list of things like I was basically cramming it all into one uh, yeah. note. So right. wait, uh, did I? So, oh, go ahead. I, I was going to ask what his new version sounds like. Hmm. What did did you make a new version? Yeah, I I did. <laughs> I, <right>. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like. <clears throat> Um, so I guess my, my, yeah, my full version of this would have been, uh, it had been a day of boring and then in brackets and probably, you know, honestly get rid of these bracketed things, like, and probably a very offensive slash narrow Catholic lecture. So it's just like, it had been a boring Catholic lecture. Um, we were, or so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had been a, yeah, sorry. It had been a day of boring Catholic lectures. We were sick of this long day and we just wanted the outdoors which was basically like video games for us. And then cut to the next part, which would be, uh, we were, or cut to our merry way, going hiking down along Highway 10, a group of four, semicolon, two, go- two other guys, plus a girl and me. Can I say my so, correction? Yeah, go for it. It's probably better than mine, <laughs> than my hack job. <laughs> the next line after that is school ended at 4 p.m. In my opinion... That sentence should be flipped with the Merry Way one. Absolutely. So it would what be what the fuck? Yeah. And get rid of the Merry Way thing because it sounds kind of weird. The way that I yeah. wrote that second, the start of that paragraph is school ended at 4 p.m. for us. Or sorry. School ended at 4 p.m. for us, and we met up a few hours after that. So it was already dusk going on dark, period. The four of us, me, two other guys, and a girl, were well on our Merry Way comma, as we hike down onto Highway 10. Future me, if you want to just delete all of my stuff and just have gamers uh, BB correction. <laughs> After <laughs> probably, a li- probably a little bit cleaner than mine. <laughs> nope. It's staying all in there. Fuck you, past cultist. Because, yeah, I also had the same problem with that paragraph, because, like, it starts weird. 
like it yeah. doesn't describe what they're doing un- until the second paragraph, and then it's yeah. then you actually get an understanding of what's going on. Yeah, or at least also, like, the I did, timing I, of it. Yeah. Um. Also, I, I yeah, I, I definitely like. I didn't put it in my notes initially, but like my my set my third uh, uh opinion on this like little bit here is that these these uh, bracketed spots, like these bracketed descriptors, are kind of distracting. Because <laughs> like. It like it happens twice yeah. in the same like paragraph or like not even the same paragraph the same sentence that first that first section was all one sentence. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I shall move on to the next thing I have. Um, we thought nothing of it as we hike all the time in the woods. Oh. Uh, I just never mind. I don't have a problem with this. Was it a tense thing? Yeah, but I, I realized now, like reading it a, a third time, I I now know why it's why they say hike. Okay, <clears throat> and well, actually, there's there's something here uh, that I can I can bitch at. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we thought nothing of it as we hike all the time in these woods. Although, to be fair, we had never much ventured outside of our little town, let alone check out. trails stemming from the major highway but being 14 and sheltered we were desperate to be daring (sighs) all one sentence Mm -hmm. (laughs) only broke up by commas (laughs) um yeah it's like a little a little like much similar to the 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 previous issue i had where like that one like it was a day of, of boring like that whole sentence was like all like three three lines of just non-stop sentence same same to this one. It's just nonstop sentences. So um but uh on to my next one here. Uh it got very steep and thickened with vine, and getting dark this was terribly difficult. So I feel like there should be a comma moved to after dark there. So it's like uh it got very steep and thickened with vine. And getting dark, comma, this was terribly difficult. Or, and getting dark, this was terribly difficult. Just, like, add a comma at the, uh, after dark, so that, like, just sort of emphasizes, like, because it's getting dark, and with all these vines and such, it was, this was terribly difficult. Can I reword it a little bit? Please, save me for myself. Apparently, I'm having an off day on reading. <laughs> I don't have this note, but I'm just trying to think of how to do it. Okay. It got very steep and thickened with vine and with it getting dark this was terribly difficult yes that would also improve it Ugh, sorry i'm on my off day today i don't have a cup of coffee that's why <laughs> why don't you go get one no no i'm, I'm just gonna push through it okay it's a bit now yeah uh next thing here um the magical kind that made you feel self-conscious and weird at the time, but now make you all warm and fuzzily nostalgic. You know, well, anyway, we were just sitting there, and I suddenly needed to pee. So, oh my god, (laughs) you're not going to believe this. I fucking just copied and pasted the same thing (laughs) instead of my (laughs) name. I feel like this entire story would work better for me if 
they used quotations at the start of each paragraph and an end par an end quote at the very end of the story as though the entire story is being recalled by somebody to someone like uh and i'm like i was kind of i've i've seen this done in really? in novels yeah i've seen it done in stories and stuff before like by uh frank belknap long uh who's a, a a Cthulhu, yeah, Frank Belknap Long. Okay. Um, you said so sorry, I didn't say a little fast. Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a he's a mythos writer, or he was a mythos writer back in like the 30s, um, who would write um stories like within the mythos, like the Hounds of Tindalos. And he his writing style was always like basically one long dialogue being taught being spoken to to somebody. Um and like for me, that way, this I feel like you could get away with some of the um, dialogue expressions and like accents that this character sort of inflects in this. Like, well, anyway, or you know, like that kind of stuff. Because this whole story does kind of read like a like somebody is telling this at a campfire story, mm-hmm. or like a campfire at a campfire. Um, oddly enough, <laughs> like, and it, it actually even fits because like this this is the kind of story that would be told at, at a campsite, like in the dark. Or it's um, very um, it, what's the word? I can't think of words now. Um, like it's very uh, like non like personal, not professional because it's like a fourteen year old kid's writing this down. You know? Yeah, it's very informal. Informal. That's the word I couldn't find. Thank you. Yeah, yeah no worries. Uh, yeah. So like, just like, and that's like otherwise like the story is is just riddled with like informalities and, and just like really kind of rough. But like, I think if you added like the quotations and stuff, you, you kind of can bypass that because again, it's sort of our, our whole like r- long running, uh, shtick of like, it's the way the character talks. <laughs> yeah. If you do that though, then everything, our entire grammar stuff is null and void because it's all quotes, but that's fine. <laughs> but like the story, but the fact that the story doesn't do that, that that's means we can bitch. <laughs> Yes, I personally think I'm, the way yeah. it's done is more immersive to it because it's just a kid writing all this down. Oh, He's it is not necessarily yeah. an English major. Um, except okay, the story it says I'm 14 at the time of this story. They are recollecting what happened back in, when they were 14. They're not. Yeah, they're probably 15. Yeah, so this. Now. <laughs> okay, I, I maybe or maybe they're maybe they're 20. Who knows? Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I just for me personally, I would have like preferred it if they'd like added the quote, like d- d- maybe like done the quotes like uh, at the start of each paragraph, just to kind of denote that like this is somebody telling this story to someone, like us as a reader, or like again another character that's not mentioned. But um, I know that style isn't for everybody, but it would have helped for me. <laughs> um, but I'll move on to the next thing I have. Uh. But it was pitch dark, and I was perhaps a quarter mile away. You're supposed to be in Canada here. You use use kilometers. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, you use it is a turn of phrase. Like, I mean, I I do get it. Like, but at the same time, like the story is in Canada. Like, we use kilometers, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, this was me being critically silly in in grammar position. It's just like because okay. again, we we all use like a quarter mile or something like that, like in something. I actually I looked it up. It's like, well, a quarter mile is basically like just under half a kilometer. So it's like you could have gone with that. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have half kilometer drag races. 
That's true. <laughs> Damn the states influencing our culture. Yeah. Um. Anyway, moving on. Um. It's ineffable, like some sort of foreshadowing on God's part, trying to pull you from harm's boundary. What? <laughs> so I had to do some like like digging, like to figure out some words, and I learned some words and. I also have a complaint <laughs> about the sentence. So, ineffable, adjective, uh, too great or extreme to be expressed or described in words. Okay, so, like, I guess it's hard, it, it, like, he's using it's ineffable, like, as, like, a way of, like, describing the sensation, like, it's hard to describe the sensation he was having. Um, and also, harm's boundary, like, I've only ever heard it, like, try to pull someone from harm's way, not harm, harm's boundary. <laughs> Well, it's like there's a radius effect of harm in the in the area. So shouldn't it be um, harm's reach? Shouldn't it pull it away. Yeah, yeah. Harm's reach. Even yeah, that would work. Harm's boundary just seems really. I, I like. I guess like with harm's reach, that makes sense because it's like reach and boundary do have similar like meanings. Yeah. It's just oh, I've never heard like. To pull somebody from harm's boundary. It's it just seems like harm's reach is just they forgot the word, just like I forgot informal for like a very long time earlier. <laughs> True. That's People fair. forget things. Yeah. Um and then my next one here. Uh we all packed silently, scared. Sorry. <clears throat> we all packed silently, scared. We're were our parents playing a prank on us for being out so late? So everyone had packed up. They mostly come at night, mostly. <laughs> um, this felt a little repetitive to me. <laughs> um, now, the next sentence after the last so everyone packed up is sort of like kind of like a segue to them like leaving the campgrounds. Would it be, but it just seemed really like it, it seemed kind of screwy to me. Would it be better if it was like with everyone ready to go? Yeah, I think that's. Uh, the the double use of packed so cl- like so close to each other mm-hmm. like kind of fucked with me a little bit. You don't like double packing? <clears throat> no. Okay. That's fair. Uh, and yeah, it's just unnecessary. <laughs> um, but my last one actually for for grammar acquisition. <clears throat> pure adrenaline took us safely out of the fo- uh, no. Pure adrenaline took us safely out of that forest. We were more relieved than ever to be out of. Okay. In in this case, I think, I, I don't think actually a comma is needed. Um, as it pausing, it's pausing the word, the wording unnecessarily. So it's like, um, pure. So the, the, the comma in the sentence is pure adrenaline took us safely out of that forest comma. We were more relieved than ever to be out of. So I feel like it should be like no no comma and so it just reads pure adrenaline took us out of that forest we were more relieved than ever to be out of. Can I make a suggestion? Yes, always. <laughs> pure adrenaline that took us safely out of that forest that we were more than relieved than ever to be out of. Yep. That would definitely fix it as well. Or it would heighten the uh, the sense. All right, I'm done with my grammar acquisition. Mikey, you got it. <laughs> Throw the mic at you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that a mic distortion sound. All right. Uh, 
do, 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 do. You, you did a good job, but I got one. Okay. So. Do it! Kill me! I'm here! <laughs> the, the quote is, I was fixed for maybe five minutes when it stopped. Um, I just changed it to, I was fixated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was fixed. <laughs> Just right out there in the woods. Just wow, that's uh, quit the quit the uh, rough operation. <laughs> or maybe it means that he's like a robot, and this is in the twenty eighties. Ah, the twenty eighties or no twenty nineties? Well, it said eighties or nineties. It, it says eighties or nineties, but then he then it goes on and says it's the summer or it's not the summer. I always want to say it's the summer of ninety two. It's the uh, it's the it's late October in ninety two. That's true. So yes. Yeah. So he was repaired for maybe five minutes when it stopped. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he had a leak. Hence, that's why he had to take a leak. Yeah. Well, this he is didn't he... have to take a leak. He had a leak. Yeah, exactly. This is when he was, like, after he finished um, mending his leak, there was the flame moving and he couldn't move because his, like, servos locked up. So he went into, like, a repair uh, program to, like, self diagnose and fix himself. And then when he was fixed, like for maybe five minutes, he was fixed for five minutes when it stopped. So he f- fixed himself, and then five minutes later, after watching it, it stopped. Yeah. And then now that he's fixed, he can go back and tell his friends who are also maybe robots. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense. I, it sounds, it, yeah, it sounds plausible. Yeah. Like, I mean, we really need to run Shadowrun. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mikey. <laughs> or Eclipse Face. Because this is definitely Mikey like. to play Shadowrun with us, then we can stop apologizing because he'll understand. <laughs> yeah. Would that make you feel better, Mikey? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Definitely, maybe. Tell my wife hello. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, what do you got next? All right. I have a conjunction junction. What a shock. <laughs> Uh, honestly, like as I was reading, it's like, oh, this is definitely going to be a conjunction junction to this one. <laughs> and next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. It's as rural as it gets. And when I grew up there, eighties and nineties, it was essentially a Canadian Texas. It was pretty sunny and hot out, which was unusual because a, it's late October. And B, we're 2.5 hours north of Toronto, so we're pretty far up. But there it was, palpable heat and all. So we're well on our merry way, go hiking down onto Highway 10 and Group of Four, me and two other guys plus a girl. Was a day of boring and probably very offensive, narrow Catholic lectures. We were sick of this long day and we just wanted the outdoors, which was basically like video games for us, which most of us didn't have at the time. It got very steep and thickened with vine. And getting dark, this was terribly difficult. 
It wasn't like the flat rows of cornfields you see in Sudbury. It was the classic awkward teenage phase experience. It was unmistakably a flame, not like a huge fire, but a small contained one, like a candle, but large enough to be seen far away. So maybe like some lamp. It just stopped. Not the flame, it was still there. But it had stopped moving forward, or up, or down. But it was pitch dark, and I was perhaps a quarter mile away. So I zip up and climb up the hill, leaving the lone candle-holding stranger be. So we climbed down the side of the hill. I went and gazed across the valley. And there closer. It's ineffable, like some sort of foreshadowing on God's part, trying to pull you from harm's boundary. But at the time, being a teen, and with a group mentality, no one wanted to be afraid. Or maybe it's cool. They're just lost. They need shelter. But now that we're dead silent and still in all regards. Yeah, sorry. But now they were dead silent and still in all regards. And they're all zeroing in on us. It felt like forever to pack up our things, and none of us bothered to look down the ravine during that time. So everyone had packed up. But the worst part was when they were close enough. And it was at this point that I realized that they weren't walking. It was anything but natural sounding. It didn't sound like what an out-of-breath human should sound like. It was a mix of a pant and sob, but strained almost too high-pitched to be a man. So I went, months later, on one of the calmer days during the harsh winter. It must have been January 1993, many months after the first incident, and on this particular day, it was freezing. But when I got there, I decided I wouldn't tell anyone. And, God forbid, not even the priest in my church's confession booth will ever hear this, but I swear to God... When I got there, there were hundreds of candles stacked, dug into the ground, melted, burnt out. And there was burnt firewood. It waited through winter. Finn. Uh, 
First off, thank you, Mikey, for for giving us a second rundown. <laughs> like, thank God the story was only like four pages long. <laughs> um, also, um, the only time, like, so it wasn't really a, a silly thing that you did, but like by by you just doing like the the, the conjunctions uh, sentences, it actually made them like the the, the two closest candle uh, holders like approaching them quickly. Uh, a little bit spookier because like they, it wasn't them the, he couldn't hear them running or he, he couldn't hear them walking um and it was it was going to imply that they were running but then you like go on like if they were making an unnatural sound it's like oh god what are they how are they moving <laughs> the way that i heard like, him it was describing his friends packing up and them leaving and then it immediately went into how the the sounds of uh running and making those weird noises so it made it sound like mm-hmm. his friends were the ones making oh, those weird noises. Oh Jesus! Like, because okay, they're that's... running away, they're yeah. showing their true colors, kind of deal. Yeah, this is actually a Fleshgate story. Like, there's his friends are actually not human. Like, they're oh, and like are like they were they were not he because they all cause remember like early on in the story they all had to meet up um, at a at a location to and like like from their separate houses. So it's just like he's the only one who actually like was human and actually arrived like at the scene. All of his other friends were replaced by these like Fleshgates. Um, so, and uh, and basically, like, just kind of like making him assume that they were his friends. <laughs> yeah. And also, early on, when he was talking about how um they're going for like a hike and all of that, and then immediately after that, it starts talking about the uh, the boring and somewhat offensive lectures that were happening. Yeah, like during their hike, <laughs> like one of them was lecturing <laughs> them on Catholic stuff. One of them's one of them's a real Bible thumper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah ah oh, god that guy <laughs> we don't talk about uh, uh kyle, <laughs> uh, kyle. <laughs> yeah and for those unaware mikey does these uh, strings of sentences to highlight all the sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't like it's ends or butts because there's pretty much always better words to use yes um uh, all right well, uh, on to Gamer, then. That'd be me. Where's my notes? They're there. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> so we, You kind of talked about this. Very start of the story. Cut to Shelburne, Ontario. Here's yeah, I, I'm I, like, I, are we doing in-media res here? Because it feels like there should be something ahead <laughs> of that. I was conflicted on putting this either in grammar inquisition or actual thoughts. Because yeah. that's actually my first actual thought, is, is the cut to Shelburne's uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Um. And like, uh, yeah. Sorry, continue. Like, I don't mean to cut off. Get you off there. Yeah, like to cut to something, you have to cut away from something. And the, the only yeah. thing we're cutting away from is the title right now. <laughs> yeah. Now, I could see that maybe like they're trying to like evoke a jarring sense to the reader to kind of like get them in the mood for this story of like a spooky story. But maybe I'm giving the the the, the author a little too much credit with that. <laughs> Who can say? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but if you want to do that sort of thing, there should be something ahead of it being like uh, like some sort of intro saying like since the events of this, I've been terrified to go out into the woods ever again, and that, here I'll tell you why. Yeah. Then cut to Shelburne. Yeah. Cut to. Yeah, yeah, like the cut to even like rubbed me the wrong way because like I didn't mind it, but at the same time, I was a little, it felt it felt hollow or incomplete to me. So it's like yeah, I was like kind of on that fence of like I don't like I, I kind of like I'm 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 kind of okay with this, but at the same time, not really. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, like that central centrist mode <laughs> on the story. I'm pretty sure I've heard you say cut to repeatedly during our tabletop games. Yeah, because that because but that's when we're like like from from one scene or another. Yes. Like cut to what's what's uh, gamer and uh, and what's his face doing mm-hmm. uh, from like a scene that we're like we had separate players. Yes. So it's like so yeah. you don't hate cutting two, you just hate starting with cutting two. Yeah, like yeah. it's just where where are we cutting to? Where are we cutting from? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I can move on from there. So, um, next one. I don't know if we talked about it or not. It's just a long run on. If we talked about it, then cut it out. We drink whatever booze we could get. On one occasion, scored some shitty weed, which is a huge deal for us ellipses. You know, period. And the. Uh, Wait, is that a period? You know. No, that's a comma. Period. Okay. You know, comma. Uh, basically, as free-spirited as free spirited as rural, comma, religious bringing, upbringing will allow, comma, as far as we could distance ourselves from our sheltered little boxes, comma, and escape to, into our little world. Is all one sentence. God. I would just break that into two sentences at the ellipses. So, some shitty weed, which is a huge deal for us, period. Our group was basically as free-spirited as a rural religious upbringing will allow, distancing ourselves from our sheltered little boxes, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. I cut out a few words and added in a couple that kind of made it run a little better, in my opinion. Yeah. This day, someday in late October 92, it was just as any normal day would start out. It was pretty sunny and hot out, which was unusual because blah, 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 blah. So when I read that, I'm like, so is it weird or not? It can't be a normal day and unusual at the same time. I mean, it, it can get unusual, but it can start off It can start off boring and normal, but it can get weird. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> no, there's, there's no... 100%. That's how escalation works, gamer. <laughs> <laughs> like it started off as a normal day, but then got really weird by the end of the day. <laughs> right. I, 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 no, I, I'm disagreeing with you just because it's okay. not saying it started out normal and ended up being weird. It's saying it was just like any normal day would start out. And then it doesn't say later on in the day, it got really hot though. It says, this is a normal day, how it starts out. It was weirdly hot. Okay, no, I, I get what it's saying. Okay, so so slightly... So it's it's a normal day in terms of their activities. The The unusual thing, though, was that it was uh, unusually hot for October. Like, that's that's the, that's the weird thing, is that it's really hot for... Otherwise, it's a normal day. It's just the temperature is, is weird. It's, that's, that's I think, what they're trying to get across. It doesn't say that their activities were normal. It's just saying the day was normal, which could mean anything. But normally it means... <laughs> normally it means, like, a- the activities of the day. But, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Basically, there needs to be more words in there to describe what the hell is going on. Yeah. I can agree with that. Because, like, it could be... Um, this day, someday in late October 92, it was unusually hot out and pretty sunny, which was weird, but the plans that we had for day for the day were pretty normal. We were going to finish school and then go out for a hike. Like, that sounds normal. 
but it's just kind of weird how it's immediately after saying normal, it said unusual right right away. It was weird. Okay. And the other couple of things were talked about, so I'm good. Okay. Then I suppose we'll move on to actual thoughts. So I'm uh, going to forego the sh- cut to Shelburne <laughs> part of my actual thoughts because we I kind of threw them into your uh, grammar inquisition. Um, so I'm going to start with this one. Uh, after Catholic school, us kids would often go together in, in, to roam in packs throughout the woods. We were wolves, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, I kind of want, like, this is like me, like, just taking this note down as I'm like, about, as I'm reading this part of the story. It's like, I kind of want this story to turn out to be a werewolf story or something. <laughs> it doesn't, but it was like, it's just, it was such a, like, I get what they're saying. It's like, we'd roam like in packs of kids through the woods. Mm-hmm. It's like, I get it. I can kind of understand. Like, that's a description of like what they do and some of that. They just have to roam around because they have nothing else to do. But it's like, we were wolves, by the way. <laughs> we were actually werewolves. <laughs> Based on uh, Mikey's conjunction junction, that's what I extrapolated the information out to being oh yeah yeah they're wolves they, they were they were werewolves as they ran away from the uh the candles because they were making weird noises mm-hmm. um yeah they were sounding like coyotes or uh, or dogs yep. right i think that's what it said yep. earlier yeah um all right now i gotta get to uh it really grinds my gears as a canadian <laughs> geography <laughs> So this is, this is the comment here in the story. Um, this is the quote in the story. Um, it was pretty sunny and hot out, which was unusual because A, it's late October, and B, we're two and a half hours north of Toronto. So we're pretty far up. <laughs> Southerners. He says as a person who's an hour or so north of Shelburne <laughs> in reality. Yeah, really, really <laughs> that northern at all. No. So I, I know for a fact without googling it, I had I only used Google Map to confirm, but I know that Shelburne is not two and a half hours from Toronto. No. It is barely. It, it is you can you can maybe get there in an hour and forty five minutes, mm-hmm. like under two hours, like well under two what hours. You don't know is um, his parents only drive like a scooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Or like. They could be. It is. I think that area, like around that area, is Amish country or like Mennonite country. Horse so it buggy. could be. Yeah, they they could be horse and buggy. Mm-hmm. Um, by normal means but, of a car. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Like maybe if you hit some really nasty traffic or construction zones on the four twenty seven, or when you're going through Brampton uh, on your way out of Toronto, they specifically take the scenic uh, route. And avoid all that yeah, well, it will, there, there's like, yeah, there's like two or three ways to get in, like, get to Shelburne from Toronto, and like, yeah, the 427, and I think the 410, um, those are highways, and then other, yeah, unless you're like just like, yeah, scenic routing through like suburbs and development, and they, well, this is in the 90s, so like that, a lot of that suburbs and development weren't even like, we're, we're still like, it was still just country, uh, country roads and farmland, mm-hmm. um, especially out near that in that on that. Uh, corner. Also, they're not technically north of Toronto. They're like northwest of Toronto. Help, <laughs> if we want to get to say north. <laughs> yeah, but north, north. But like when I think of north, I think straight north, not like northwest. Like they are literally like it's not like they're not like more north than west. They are like almost perfectly northwest of Toronto. So you wouldn't say that the northwest territories are north of us at all. 
No, they're northwest of us. They're very north. <laughs> they're north of British Columbia and like Alberta, <laughs> but they're not north of Ontario. <laughs> they're northwest of Ontario. Yes, they are. But the, it is all, all also north. It's like the yes, the equator is south of us. Well, that's true. That's I mean, that's omnipresently south. California <laughs> it's is south around the globe. Southwest. <laughs> we'll fight like this all day. I, I, I'm going to fight you with this that's bit. Fine. <laughs> like this, I'm being critically silly, sir. That's fine. <laughs> Welcome to half our show. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Also, I was like, it's like the I was like trying to like figure out like how 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 far do you need to be in order to get like two and a half mile or two and a half hours from, from Shelburne. Um, so I, I, I quickly Google mapped it. Um, London, Ontario is probably your best bet for, for, a, for a two and a half hour trip to Shelburne. So, mm. um, uh, but I'll move on <laughs> to my next gripe. <laughs> Cause there was a couple. Um, so my next thing here. Um, oh Yeah. I didn't have the right battery for our flashlights and my parents won't let us even be out here, let alone be out here with their flares. And I was like, so I was like, you didn't have the right batteries for wait flares. Okay. I'm kind of on your parents on, I'm kind of with your parents on this one. You do not want to bring flares out into the woods. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know where the flares came from. Or you don't want, I, I think maybe it's supposed to be like, Maybe it's like a ter- slang or a term for fl- for flashlight, but like I've never heard like, or maybe they're looking for another word for flashlight. But it it just yeah no flares like flares are for emergencies. They're not for like like long term use like a flashlight. <laughs> teens be teens. Um, yeah, teens do be teens. Uh, and then the next thing here, after the steepness leveled out, the vine thickness only slightly so. It started on a long incline, which brought us to this hill that overlooked cliff faces and huge mountains and valleys. In and around Shelburne? Like, (laughs) I know there's, like, an escarpment there, like, along, like, like from Collingwood and, like, Georgian Bay, like, down, like, through, like, near Shelburne. And I know that, like, the the terrain is, like, rolling hills and occasionally, like, ravines and stuff. But huge mountains is not what I would de- how I would describe that. <laughs> okay, um, that's the thing where kids make mountains out of molehills. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, they are. T- yeah, he is technically in the- at the time of the story. He is a teen, so er- like a-, a-, a rolling hills are mountains. For also, that. I can hate to say it. Yeah, it's a creepy pasta. Through when through their trek through the woods, they could have went through some portal and ended up anywhere. And you know what? If that that should have been in the story, like 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 some, they should have brought up the fact that this was weird. Why are there huge mountains in Shelburne? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like if th- like they went to Narn, they went to Bad Narnia. <laughs> if this took place in um, Saskatchewan, <laughs> they went to Barnia. They went to Barnia. If this take, took place in Saskatchewan, <laughs> right. and then all of a sudden yeah. there were huge mountains, that would be a, a very big qualifier. It's like okay, we're not in Saskatchewan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're we're clearly at the foothills of the Rockies yeah. at this point. <laughs> How the hell did we get here? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, like I, I can. I, I was like, I would again. I just, I have a, a, a geography is a big thing for me. Apparently, when it comes to story, it really grinds my gears. <laughs> uh, and speaking of that, 
It wasn't like the flat rolling, the, the flat rows of cornfields you see in Sudbury. <laughs> is this person, and at this point I was like, is this person even from Ontario? Like, is this author even from Ontario? Um, Like, the cornfields of Sudbury? What the fuck? <laughs> like, I've been to Sudbury. I've been to Shelburne. I've been to Sudbury. They, they're they not really known for their, like, for their for their farms. Their rolling rows of, of corn I farms. I mean, they don't have them. It's... I, I did actually have to Google. I did Google it. There's like two or three farms there. But like when I think of Sudbury, I think of like exposed bedrock and Canadian mm-hmm. shield. I think of rocky yeah. woods and rivers. Yeah. I'm and, and like small lakes. I am not thinking of farms at all when I think yeah. of Sudbury. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And the nickel mine. Yeah, and the nickel mine. Yeah, like I'm thinking of like mining operations and stuff of that more than farming. Um, but yeah, I was just like, what the hell's going on in the story? Like, is this person like just like chose a random location, like a random place to like set their creepypasta? <laughs> um, but I, I digress. I don't think it was. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't think it was that different. I don't think like there were. I don't. I've been to Sudbury in, in the 90s. Um, and like, it was even less developed and it was more wooded and like the, uh, the mining operation left like a lot more like barren, rocky land. So, um, but again, maybe, uh, maybe I'm like off on this. Like maybe I'm, uh, uh, if, if, if this person, I, and again, I apologize if, if like, I'm not, I don't mean to be like me. Like, is like, is this person even from Canada? Like, I mean, I'm sure they are, if they are like, I'm sure they are. It's just seems really weird the way they're describing things <laughs> like that are that are in Canada and Ontario specifically uh, as an Ontarian to their comments so. saying I grew up in Shelburne on a farm so did all of my friends <laughs> we all did corn okay well yeah in Shel- you know it's like if, if they said it was they were from Sudbury on a corn in a corn farm it's like okay then I apologize <laughs> cuz but then like that that's just a side of Sudbury I've never known <laughs> when I've been there, so... I'll move on. (laughs) We were still. They were still. I don't like this, Sally said more covertly. We decided to walk up the hill. I wish we didn't. We get back to the top, just like 10 second walk up, and there are two, then three, then four other flames lighting up in other parts of the valley. Parts not far from us at all. And they're all zeroing in on us. Okay. I've been making fun of the story a lot, but this was actually a genuinely creepy scenario for me. Like, like as like I could relate to this. Like, this would be genuinely creepy because I've thought of this kind of like horror scenario uh, multiple times. <laughs> um, me and Gamer went on a drive to pick up my my new my, my most recent car, and we had a little bit of a mini adventure in this neck of the woods in Ontario, mm-hmm. um, like where we had to drive down like through the escarpment and like into some valleys, and then like get back up back up into the um uh to like the nearest highway and that like even though we had were in the safety of a car that was moving that was brand new and was moving really fast and like and able to like have really good controls and stuff that i was still trying to beat the darkening valleys as the sun was getting low because i kept them yeah (laughs) yeah like because i can and and, like i don't know i don't know if i brought it up well i brought up a lot of like man this is really creepy and like we're we're getting like to some uh some hillbilly town or like hillbilly horror stuff going on here 
but like honestly in my head that that's like this kind of scenario was like not too far off from what i was thinking are like of having to deal with like strange lights or people's just stalking us in the those valleys mm. <laughs> like yeah it's just like yeah it there's just like a, a sort of like a uh i think maybe because of like the way like the, the the sun was going down and just like darkening because of the escarpment um like behind us it just like kind of felt like the shadows were deepening uh, upon yeah. us <laughs> Yeah, it it was cool. It was creepy, but it was really cool. <laughs> um, so I like so reading this part of the story, like where like suddenly like they they go back up to their campsite and then they look back and there's like more light, candle lights popping up all throughout the valley and they're zeroing in on these on these campers. I like genuinely like I love that scenario. Like it's creepy to me and it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next thing, kind of like boring off of that and going a little bit deeper, we have this large quote that i have it's basically a paragraph or two but i and i apologize but i'm going to read it anyway uh remember how before i said one of the candle holders was a few hundred yards away well now there were two that were very close like approaching that spot where i was going to pee and it was at this point that i realized that they weren't walking they were running up that ravine and I could hear how loud they were stomping, how the twigs were breaking underneath their feet, and most unsettling, how they were wheezing and panting. It was anything but natural sounding. It didn't sound like what an out-of-breath human should sound like. It was a mix of pant and sob, but strained, almost too high-pitched to be a man, kind of like a yelp of a dog or coyote. But it was too hoarse for that. <clears throat> Sorry, it was too hoarse, but it was too hoarse for that. And it sounded like the basis of actual words, not random cries. Okay, so a few things I want to bring up uh, at this point with, the, with, this qu- with this quote here. The writing aside of this story, I like that the group just nopes the fuck out of the, of the situation when things get, like, alarming. Like, it feel it felt to me very realistic in that manner. Like I've like I I think I've had a, not this situation, but like I've had a situation, uh, or I I feel like I've had situations like this before, where like I see something weird, I go and tell I go and call up my buddies, uh, who are up at the campsite. I go we go and check it out, and then like either nothing comes of it, or like we think of the worst case scenario. Or we're talking about the worst case scenario. Like if we we get to that spot and like something gets really spooky or weird we're just like yeah no we'd fucking nope out of that like we that that's that's the point where we're just like fuck this we're out (laughs) like or like it's that kind of thing where when you bring up in movies we're like why is this person why are these people like going down into the valley to investigate why don't they like nope out as soon as they see more candles popping up in the valley um and like this story actually kind of does that like where like they do the more logical thing or they do the more um i guess realistic thing at least to my perspective of it like, so I, I kind of really dug it for that reason, like of that, like they, their reactions were actually like reasonable to me uh, when when shit got spookier and weirder <laughs> with the candles in the valley. Um, the only thing that I think kind of detracts from that is that I think the smarter thing would have been just bail on all of your things in the camp and just keep and just run <laughs> like you could have noped a little bit harder. <laughs> By just abandoning all your stuff. Yeah, but they were surprisingly smart considering how drunk and high they were at the time. That's true too. Yeah. So the fact that they know I mean, they're, they're teens, so. was good. Yeah. 
Uh, and then my secondary thing for this, like that quote and stuff of that is, well, guys, we got a Cthulhu would make this better segment. Of course. <laughs> um, Looks like the look like them Duke uh, them Duke boys of Shelburne just uh, came across a, a cult of Cthulhu, the fire vampire god. Even can uh, each candle is just an aspect or moat of flame from the entity itself. And these cultists were performing some kind of ritual in the valley when the teens stumbled onto the the area and uh, and were made aware um, by the cultists. So like the and like as the cultists were giving chase. Uh, and we were hearing that, like, like the it wasn't panting they were doing. It was almost like it was like some kind of like like words or something they were saying, like in and sobbing and stuff of like that. That's just the cultists were were still performing their ritual as like chanting under their breath as they gave chase. Yeah, um, or, uh, it is because uh, so, it says later like they like, they were rationalizing that maybe our parents went out there and like and uh, did this to, as a prank or something. Like that. Or. The parents are like did all this, and they were they're secretly Cthulhu cultists who are going to sacrifice their children to the dark gods. Or <laughs> um, all of that, except <laughs> they're not trying to sacrifice them. They're all just going home from their cult meeting. They actually don't never actually saw their 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 uh, or they never actually saw no. the kids. They're just walking, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they check their times like, oh shit, we got to get back, and then they start running. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like that too. That can mm-hmm. work too. Like they, they, these kids just stumbled upon their 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 parents' dirty little secret of being uh, secretly Cthulhu cultists. Yep. Uh, under the uh, yeah, just like that's why they that's why they have such a strict and rigged curfew to uh, going out at night because they they are they are they're the ones that are also going out at night. Or <laughs> um, to because like the parents are already at home asleep, the the lights the the flight the they are all Cthulhu cultists but the way the cultists like perform their rituals and stuff in the in the nearby valley which clearly has some kind of like shrine or maybe even an like an avatar of Cthulhu buried underneath the valley or something maybe it's like the valley is actually a caldera like a small caldera of a volcano um even though i don't think tectonically that makes sense in ontario anyway um uh the uh, the reason why the parents were found back at home sound asleep is because they astrally projected their their um their for, their their uh, their uh, spirits um into the valley as a as a form of worship to the uh, to the Cthulhu mm-hmm. god because like a lot of times in like spirituality like, the soul is seen as a is seen as a spark or a flame so like it would make sense that the, that, that a cult uh, a cult to a fire god uh might use something like that they they worship their god um through their astral form or through their spirit I form. don't think spirit what? forms could make heavy footfalls while running I mean they could have sorry Mike we're gonna go into some shadow and stuff <laughs> spirit <laughs> spirit forms can manifest physically into the real world and like interact with the with the real world yeah. so like these could all be apparitions and like but they because they have like a the uh, uh, they've manifested they are like moving around and like uh, and like running rather than like floating around nice and such. Times. Yeah, yeah. So when or or like even they they did see they did hear their 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 kids out in the woods, and so they were like rushing, like basically not chasing them, but like rushing to go get their spirit forms back to their bodies, um, because they'd been interrupt the the ritual had been interrupted. So that's why like suddenly all the the sparks like lit up in the valley, and then they just like 
Oh shit. <laughs> break it up, break it up. <laughs> Somebody's nearby. <laughs> but yeah. Um, that has been yeah. Uh but yeah, that has been this uh this week's Cthulhu would make it better. Um and uh cultist wanting to make a Cthulhu scenario out of a creepypasta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now for my last actual thought. Um gonna start with uh, it's this it's this last line of the story, honestly. Um Whatever was out there for us that night, it was waiting for us to come back. It waited through winter. Okay, you know what? To me, that was a really cool line. Like, I just really enjoy the way it sounds and the ominous tone it kind of implies by the end. Like, it's like, especially after reading like like the the he found what he found at the campsite or like in the the previous sentences where it's like there's just these burned out candles just stacked up in the uh stacked up like over like hundreds of candles just stacked out in the uh out in the in the brush and then there's even like recent wood that had been burned like this thing just or this person just um waited out there for them there were many of them well yeah well it might be might be a thing like because it, maybe it was like uh, I was almost thinking like almost uh, like it was like a willow in the wisp kind of thing where like they were so, some kind of entity or maybe it is like just like cultists or ghosts that are uh, or or werewolves where uh, who who werewolves with candles on their heads <laughs> all of the above it's like uh, it's just over, werewolf ghosts yeah or like you know um, gamer do you remember World of Warcraft no uh, tell at me all about it. yes I remember. Okay. Well, this is, okay. <laughs> you remember? I remember. Um, do you know? No, do you remember how the what the kobolds look like in that? Like the kind of rat people with candles on their heads. Yes. I kind of reminded of that. Like maybe they were even like these aren't even werewolves. Like maybe we're actually like maybe the cult of Cthulhu is actually a ghoul cult. So they're like they're uh, that's why they they're like they have like the dog like kind of meeping and and like high pitched sounds and stuff like that. Um. But they 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 are are big and imposing, um, but they also have a bit of humanity still to them. So they that's why they have the candles, or like they have like either the can they're either holding the candles, or that they have them on their heads for as part of their um, part of their rites with Cthulhu. Uh Again, I'm kind of slipping into my Cthulhu would make this better. <laughs> I thought you were done with that, but no, it, it, it the tentacle is a tentacle just slipped back into my brain. <laughs> These things happen. Um, yeah, it's a it's a common occurrence. Um but yeah, just the, the just the imagery I got like from this last bit here of like these burned out candles and like this the th- the fact that something like it looked like something stayed on the site where they were um imply like imply something sinister was was going to happen if they had stayed or if they've been caught. Um and then what's more like it it sort of like definitely touches on my um my the right the right kind of connections in my brain for like that like out of context kind of horror like what the fuck is happening here i love this <laughs> like that kind of like notion hits like, hit, like it's hitting that right like the, the the sweet spot in my brain for like the um the weird <laughs> element um so and and i was actually at first going to make make uh like point out and, and complain about like how because it says like early on like they, it was like the dead of winter, like basically it was like January of ninety three. He came back to this place, and uh, I was like, "Would there really be like, like would would you really be able to see all these stacks of candles? It would like snow and stuff like that." Because I mean, it's not too far from us, and we get a lot of snow. But then 
I started thinking, it's like, I mean, I've driven down to Toronto from my location in the middle of like at Christmas time to see family. And like, we get about halfway down and it's green. So I can kind of like see that like they probably don't have as much snow that that that, that I have at my uh, it, like where I live. Hmm. Um, and if it's on the top of a hill, the snow is going to melt even faster on that location. So like it's not down like if if it's in a ravine, or if you're dealing with like hills and valleys, the the top hills are going to be um, more sparse of snow than the down in the valley itself. So I was I was going to complain, and then I didn't. And then I'm gonna, and then I'm bringing it up again <laughs> to say that I I was gonna complain and did great. <laughs> so <laughs> with that little bit of circle jerking all around, uh, I'm gonna hand it over to Mikey. No, just because you started talking about kobolds, I googled them, and the first autocomplete that came up was Kobold Fight Club, which is apparent. Yeah, I'm Kobold sorry? Fight Club, <laughs> uh, which is a a staple utility for Five E. For years and years, allowing GMs to use an easy utility to balance encounters and create new ones. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And its short form is KFC, and someone has made a KFC logo god. with a kobold <laughs> face on it. <laughs> oh my god! Please continue, Mikey. Oh, and with yeah, yeah. Please continue, Mikey. We, we're getting caught in the weeds. Just wanted to share that. All right. So. Uh, continuing with uh, the cultist geography, uh, this story uh, ticked me off from the get-go with, it was essentially a Canadian Texas. <laughs> to which I say, false, Canadian Texas is Alberta. Yeah. I think I think <laughs> the implication is that like it's a very like um, like Christian conservative kind of like rural part of Ontario. Mm-hmm. Like it would be better if it said Ontario, Texas. <laughs> it was essentially yeah. an Ontarian Texas. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the, the, the thing is, uh, it's also Texas is a state. So it's Texas. Isn't a small town. So true. At his age, he should be able to know the difference between state, province, and small town. I think he just means like the vibe of it. Yes, and I think mm. Mikey is being critically silly. No, awesome. <laughs> At least I, I pray that is the case because otherwise I'm going to cry. <laughs> but please go on. <laughs> so, my next actual thought uh, a little bit of a rabbit hole. So the the first quote here is, I'm 14 at the time of the story. So with my math, that puts him at either grade 8 or grade 9. So at the end of elementary school or the beginning of high school. Yeah. We'd drink whatever booze we could get on one occasion, scored some shitty weed, which was a huge deal for us, you know. So when I read that, I was leaning more towards high school. Yeah. Because um, in my experience, uh, drugs became more of a thing in high school. 
for sure. You didn't go to my public school. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and also like these are like repressed basically kids like having to deal with like a rural religious upbringing and such like that they yeah this was like they they those people those kids tend to rebel yeah. a lot more in, in my in my uh in my Straight observations <laughs> and then or they drink the next... the kool-aid you know which either yeah. or either or <laughs> and then uh the the next quote here is all the kids in the town knew each other at the time so that brought me back to elementary school because if he was in the first grade of high school, you'd meet a lot more people and you don't know everyone. Okay. <laughs> so. But it's still a small town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might just be the yeah, smallness of it. It's just like true. there's not that many kids, so it doesn't matter too much the the years because you know everyone anyways at least somewhat yeah yeah i mean there's probably a bar in shelburne that's just like where everybody knows your name yep. <laughs> All right. sorry yeah. uh, then uh the next quote here is the late october in 92 so the fact that it's october means he should theoretically be starting his first year of grade nine yeah and the only unless uh he was held back a year in elementary school because if that happened then he's in elementary school okay you're i I love how we like i went like really like into the geography you're going into really like the timeline stuff so we together we're space and time my god (laughs) we're we're nitpicking space and time and then the real censure that got me thinking definitely an elementary school student is school ended at 4 p.m. for us. Because high school usually ends earlier in the day. Yeah. Well, there you go. Good luck. So elementary school. Yeah. And then uh, but later... Uh, to, to, uh, so basically, we've I've established that he's in elementary school, and he was held back a year to explain his age. Mm-hmm. Then the, the next quote is, "We thought nothing of it as we hike all the time in the woods. Although to be fair, we had never much ventured outside our little town, let alone check out trails stemming from the major highway." But being 14 and sheltered, we were desperate to be daring. So that tells me that they're all 14 years old, which means they're all held back. Because they're constantly doing drugs and alcohol together. (laughs) Yeah, no, honestly, like, yeah, like that's there's your excuse, like for the story is that like they're all held back because they're all these are all the kids that are like the troublemakers Mm -hmm. in the school. Like that don't do the good, like don't do great grades, and like their parents and stuff are are strict and stuff like that for sure. But they're still like getting, they're still like like uh, breaking curfew and stuff like that, and smoking drugs and doing uh, and and 
I was about to say smoking drugs and doing cocaine. <laughs> no, so that's next year. It was the nineties. Yeah, it was. I was going to say it was the nineties. Um, but no, like smoking and, and drinking and some of that when they shouldn't be that thing. But yeah, like these are definitely the the, the, the rebellious troublemaker mm-hmm. kids that um, are getting detention constantly and such. All right. Yeah. And then uh, my next actual thought here. It was pretty sunny and hot out, which was unusual because A, it's late October, and B, we're 2.5 hours north of Toronto, so we're pretty far up. Mm-hmm. Looking at weather records... <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was legitimately waiting. I was legitimately waiting for it when you brought up the previous thing where it was like, someday in late October 1992. <laughs> it was a noble day to start off. It was pretty... Sad. Yeah, I was I was waiting for like... I was like, is Mikey going to bring up the weather in, in 92 in Shelburne? <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Continue. Go on. I want to see. I want to hear it. I legitimately am... I am legitimately interested. Yes. Uh... So, based on weather records, I narrowed it down to October 23rd, 1992. Oh my god. <laughs> because the high for that day was 19 degrees. That is unusually high for late October. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for our American listeners, <laughs> that, was cel- that was Celsius, <laughs> so, so hang on. Conversion. <laughs> I'm actually looking up right now for them. <laughs> Uh, so 19 degrees Celsius is 66 uh, 66.2 Fahrenheit for our American friends. I, don't get Fahrenheit. <laughs> I, I honestly don't either. <laughs> it is it is alien to me. But that's amazing. <laughs> that is that is that is hilarious. I I was like really ho- I was I was kind of hoping that you were going to bring up the the weather. Yes. All right. So my my next quote here is after the steepness leveled out, the vine thickness only slightly so. Uh how does vine thickness level out? I mean, it doesn't grow as much. Like I think that's what it was trying to say. Like like the like the density of the of the vine growth was like the wording was... would be thinning out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, my next quote here. Uh, My buddy, let's call him Greg, took out the beers. I took out the joint of utterly piss-poor weed. And then later, I was really high and drunk at the time. (laughs) So for some reason, I kept on looking at it. To which my thought is, you just said... It was really, really poor quality weed, and you had one joint. Yeah, lightweight. <laughs> Light, yeah, it could be. Again, they are fourteen. They are like queens, kind of like they're fourteen-year-olds, um, having their first bud, <laughs> or or, uh, or or getting their uh, getting their first high on. But like, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't sound like it was the first one, also though, because. It said that they often, not often, but they occasionally get some weed. So it's not like, like before that, mm-hmm. so it's not like this is the first time. True. But they can still be lightweight yeah. um, as a result of that. Like, even if they've had, yes. had it before. 
Um, also, I really didn't. I, now that you bring it up, I kind of didn't like that part, like that excuse in the story, because it's like, I swear to God, if this becomes all mundane and they just were were high on, uh, they were just high and drunk and like seeing things in the woods, I'm going to be very angry. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, like, mm-hmm. thankfully, the end of the story kind of defeats that, like, kind of like, like, kind of, it's sort of like, I thought it was a dream, but then there was like a beating heart, or like there was there was something that I thought I, that I was thought was in the dream that was that confirms that all the things that happened were not a dream <laughs> that I experienced. Like, I was worried for a second because it's like I, whenever they bring up, it's like I was I was I was drunk and, and, and high at the time. It's like, don't you fucking dare, <laughs> don't make this the mundane. <laughs> all right. Well, before I make it mundane, I have one more. Son of a bitch. <laughs> There's a time and place for that. <laughs> but yes, continue. Uh, I was fixed for maybe five minutes when it stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's another an quote. And then Sorry. the next, <laughs> yeah, the next quote. So I zip up and climb up the hill, leaving the lone candle holding stranger be. So that's at least five minutes of him having his drunk dangling out while looking at the candlelight. That's true. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's like, whoa. 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 <laughs> oh, so this could be like a stranger danger, sort of like real, like real world creepy, like creepy in a mundane way that's still really fucking creepy is like why the fuck is there this guy in a kit with a candle or girl why is this woman or guy in a, uh, out in the woods with a candle looking at a, uh, like peeping t- uh, peeping on uh on uh, on teens camping out and uh, uh and and taking a whiz I'm sure they were like, many many meters away at that point though Bates. that's true yeah all right uh and now for the the mundane uh the uh candle cult meets on Fridays. Uh the first one to the meetup spot wins nice. the prize. Okay, yeah. Because that, that explains why they're running and wheezing and whatnot, because they're <laughs> trying to get to the meetup spot. Makes sense to me. <laughs> yep. I'm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or so you know what's funny? I actually I to, to to elaborate on your mundanity here. So while these troublemaking teens are out, you know, doing their uh, like doing this uh, thing, um, because this is like supposedly a like rigged like uh, Christian um, town uh, that that's kind of being uh, like presented to us. The other there's actually another group of kids that are Wiccans in the 90s <laughs> that are. <laughs> that are all out in the same valley, but doing like a Wiccan, like, uh, like, uh, like spirit, like r- ritual to mother nature sort of thing. And they just happened to stumble upon each other and they both got spooked by one another. It's like, Oh shit, we need to get home. So, well, these troublemaking teens that are camping, that broke care for you to go camping, book it back home because they're scared about this weird candle thing that's going on. The candle cult, which are just like a bunch of kids who are like goth kids, uh, in this town, that um that are into Wicca and like other like kind of new age stuff in the nineties, they're freaked out by like being caught by these kids, by these other people. Um, and they're just like they're the reason why they're all scattering at the end is like they're running to get home as well. <laughs> because they think they've been caught. <laughs> so yep. it was all one big misunderstanding. 
Yep. Yeah, and it also explains the candles that are later there in winter because they still meet up on Fridays. Yeah. So they were all like walk. So they were all walking from the other side of the valley to the site that just happened to be where the teens were were camping because out. They at. also thought it was an awesome yep. place to do it because of the view. Yeah, it's a good view. Get a good shot of like nature and like again, be one with the earth and stuff. Like yeah, that all that new age crap. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh god! Again, nineties like nineties isms and such. So, mm. but yeah, <laughs> I I hate it, <laughs> but it's also kind of funny to me. <laughs> so I can't be too mad, Mikey. <laughs> and that's the end of my actual thoughts. All right, so gamer, okay. you're up. Where were we have been up speaking there there? I think this is probably pretty early on. We thought nothing of it as a hike. As we hike all the time in the woods, although to be fair, we had never ventured much outside the town, let alone check out the trails stemming from other from the major highway, but being fourteen and sheltered, we were desperate to be daring. That's one step away from daring to be stupid. Like the weird owl song. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Because you can dare to be stupid, stupid. Dare to be stupid. As soon as I thought that, I had to watch the music video because it would have been in my head. Uh, it's funny that you went to that one because I went to Doko Ch- for some reason because though like um uh they were uh the high the the trails that they were used to kind of invoked to me like um stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. <laughs> From uh, like the don't go chasing waterfalls or don't go making phony calls <laughs> from Weird Al. <laughs> like, the, have you ever oh. heard that song? Like the don't go chasing waterfalls yes. song. Um, and then there is the Weird Al song, which is don't go making That's phony awesome. calls. Um, and yeah, like for some reason, like that, like it, it was for a split second that tune kicked into my head when I read that line. Whereas like the uh, what was it like the the trails that we're used to uh, or. Hang on, where the hell is that in the story? <laughs> got nothing of it as we hike all the time in the woods, though to be fair, we never much ventured outside of our little town. Uh, so let alone check out check out trails stemming from the major Why the hell did that Hey, if you also thought of Weird Al, that's cool that we both thought Yeah, I, I definitely well I th- yeah, I thought of Weird Al for a completely different reason and like apparently like sh- fabricated a shotgun that's in the fine. process. <laughs> but yeah, your yours one's a lot yeah. more accurate. Because they're dared to be stupid. <laughs> it's doubly awesome because they have sweet outfits on during that, not because they're yellow. Yep. Moving on. Mm-hmm. As I was finishing up, a glint, a real small speck of shiny glint popped up far in the distance in the valley. I had to take a shot in the dark. I'd say it was a good half kilometer from us. It was unmistakably a flame. Not like a huge fire, but a small contained one, like a candle. But large enough to be seen far away, so maybe some, maybe some lamp. So when I saw when I read that, if I was in that guy's shoes, why wouldn't you default to thinking it was another campfire? Yeah, because at that point he didn't say he was moving; he just said that there was a fire there. There was a light. <laughs> but then we get that it was bobbing and up and down. Like yeah, two moving. sentences later, yeah. he <laughs> says it moves. So yeah. 
he should be leading with the fact that there is a moving small speck of fire in the distance. Yeah. Because that would make more sense. Lead with... Like, again, this is one of those situations where something's being described to me and then I have to go back over it with an eraser and make changes to it. And you absolutely hate it. Yeah, that's my <laughs> least favorite thing to do. That's that's honestly, I think that is like 100% your axe to grind on, on the, when it comes to creepypastas. Yes, indeed. But moving on. Uh, yeah. Right, okay. Uh, so after he um, stares at it for five minutes with his penis out, he zips up and goes back to the rest of them, right? He says, so I zip up, climb the hill, leaving the lone candle ho- holding stranger be. So at this point of the story, like, I know what the title of the story is, but this character is really stuck on calling it a candle. Like, you wouldn't even... It's the story, because <laughs> it's the title of the story. I know that, but... <laughs> I, I know, yeah. She yeah. just said, like, it's probably a lamp. And then he goes back on it, yeah. saying it's a candle. I know that this is him after the fact, and he saw a bunch mm. of candles at the end when he went back there the second time, but... He's like really hanging on the candle thing, even though he just called it a lamp, which was weird. Yeah, like I feel like the I'm kind of with you on this. I feel like the lamp, like him mentioning the lamp is and then going back to the candle description. I feel like the lamp kind of detracts from from like the light. Like I think I think the lamp should have been like not mentioned, like because it kind of a lamp is an upgrade from a candle. <laughs> and then when you go back, you downgrade back to a candle, it's sort of like it, it may not be like overtly or like dramatically um, like wrong or something to have that, but it's it sort of like, it still fuckles with my brain a little bit. I'm like, you, you brought up lamp. Why aren't you referring to it as a lamp? Because that's a lot. That seems to be the more adequate um, description of, of how bright the light is. <laughs> yes. And yes, he's drunk and high, but we can only use that excuse so many times. Yes. Is that, is that lyrics from something or did you just, Oh, that's just me. Say that weird. Okay. <laughs> it just—it sounded like you said that in a way that was like, is that—is that supposed to be like lyrics? <laughs> it did kind of sound lyrical, but no. Maybe I'm just a genius. Anyways, um, moving on. <laughs> uh, four flames bobbing up and down slowly uh, from the bottom of the ravine, up the steep side of the hill we were on. We sat there for ten more minutes. They'd be breathing right down our neck. So as soon as I read that, I'm like, what about the two flames that were only a, like 200 meters away? Did they also retreat back? Or are those two waiting there for the rest to regroup? It seems like at this point, it's focusing on all the extras that show up, and it completely ignores the fact, fact that two of them are way closer. Yeah. Because they should have been on them in minutes, unless they were actually waiting. I mean, they might have been waiting. <laughs> Perhaps. And then... Next note is regarding the sounds that they make. We've read that a few times. I don't need to read it again. At this point in the story, like I know we said critically silly reasons for what the sounds were. What did you think they were? Because I took the, it pretty um, literally. Sorry. Like yeah. they were some kind of anthropomorphic coyote people that were smart enough and civilized enough to make candles and work together like this. But they're also all carnivores and hunters, hence why they're out looking for food, a.k.a. these kids. Yeah. Um, legitimately, I thought cultists, because like they're just chanting under their breath. like And like the wheezing sound, like the high-pitched wheezing sound, is really just them like wheezing as they're running while chanting under their breath. 
Um, or uh, my second, my go, my second go-to is ghouls. <laughs> mm-hmm. So ghoul cultists. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah, that that legitimately, like that that is like they're they're some kind of inhuman like coyote ghoul creature or something like that. Mm-hmm. How about you, Mikey? Like critically silly stuff aside, like what do you actually think they were? Um. Yeah, I thought they were cultists, mm-hmm. and I mean, that they, they really only began showing up after the guy took a piss. So he probably pissed on some shrine, not knowing it in the dark. Yeah, and aggroed their uh, like the god that they're worshiping. And he's like, "Oh, someone pissed on my grave. Go kill him now." Yeah. Yep. Also, actually, just to kind of add to this. Um, and bring and add something that uh, the Mikey just brought up. So, like, maybe they're not actually like living cultists. Maybe they are like revenants, like uh, basically like spirit, like either spirits of the damned of, of of like a cult that was down there like from years ago that died or sacrificed themselves down there, and now they like uh, the, because he pissed on the on the uh, on some like shrine that was like covered up by, or like covered up either by foliage or the dark. Um, he basically. Um, uh, tampered or or uh he, he tampered or spoiled the um the shrine and w- and woke up all these angry spirits didn't we so, read a creepypasta or see a movie recently where that exact thing happened i mean it is a very common trope in horror movies <laughs> like but i i'm trying to think of a movie that we've seen that did that it was a kid uh, a he was in we- the forest he was out playing by himself away from his parents because his parents were there at the river and he goes to like some big rock and stands on it. I think he yes. cuts himself on it or something because he tripped. yeah. That was the that was the smiling woman. Yeah, uh, story from like uh, like from really early from like the, uh, uh, yeah from the very beginning of the year hmm. we did. Yeah, very much those vibes. Yeah, that kind of vibe where it's just like yeah, you anger you you accidentally like um disturb some again like this is a very that's a very common trope like i have i'm looking at my 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 dvd collection right now looking at like at least two or three uh, movies in that collection that does that exact same thing as like the plot device for how the movie gets started Mm -hmm. (laughs) like where like the 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 teens go out camping one of them goes out to go take a leak accidentally uh either pisses on something or or just steps over something or or break or like breaks something or tampers with something that they shouldn't have because they thought oh what's this <laughs> let me take this this is a cool rock i'm gonna take this rock off this shrine mm-hmm. um <laughs> and then and then booga 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 revenant monster or slasher villain or evil cult ghosts or cthulhu show up and kill them all yes <laughs> one by one but yeah <laughs> like it, it's a very it's a well it's a well used trope mm-hmm. for sure Then I'll move on. Mm-hmm. This is uh, towards the end. When I got there, I decided I wouldn't tell anyone in regards to the winter thing. Uh, I wouldn't tell them I found that old trail. I wouldn't tell them I walked back up the hill in broad daylight. And God forbid, I, my priest in my church confession booth will ever hear this. But I'm sure as hell going to tell the entire internet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. also when you were telling you that uh, another bit of lyrics came to mind it's like i would not i will not tell them about this trail i would not uh i would not uh walk five thousand miles i would not walk five thousand more <laughs> it almost sounds dr seussian honestly <laughs> a little bit too yeah that was also like that just came up too yeah it's just mm-hmm. like it's like i will not i will not tell them sam i am i will not i will not eat green eggs and ham mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah oh, we got the nair's uh name now his name's sam 
Yes, Sam, I am. Ah, yes. And then uh, in regards to the ending, like, that's all cool and everything, but I kind of wish that there was a candle holder that like followed each of them home or something like that. That would be really cool. It would be pretty neat. Like, Or like, um, maybe when they got home, like the next morning, like they all like had a, a or like after he le- either either when they got back from their house in October or when he gets back from this trip in January, um, he he looks out his door the next day after like he's after he went out to check that place and there's a candle on his windowsill, like on the outside of his windowsill, like they, oh shit, he's been found. Yep. <laughs> like. Because he went out and looked for it, he found and found all these like these stacks. Just kind of add a little bit more to it. Like, not only was it waiting for you, but it was still there and it found you. <laughs> yep, that'd be cool. Yeah, for when they first get home, everything mm-hmm. seems normal. But when they wake up in the morning and like they go to have breakfast or whatever, all the uh, all the four that went out, they all notice that there's a candle somewhere in the house that they didn't really notice before because they weren't looking for it. Yeah. And they ask, like, why is that candle out? And all their parents say, oh, there was a power outage last night. And, like, they God, had to use so, it. Again, to, yeah, and denoting that, like, maybe, like, that's why there was a, uh, like, either that's, like, that's something, like, an excuse for the parents, because they were actually the cultists. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. I like or that. the power actually went out. Or they, mm-hmm. to make it... To, it's sort of like a false flag. They pur- <laughs> yeah, they purposefully cut the power to their own house. They yeah. would have that excuse. Yep. Hmm. Or or it's just sort of like um like a fake out sort of thing. It's like, oh no, the power was out. It's like, oh okay, but then you're, the, the the characters are always left wondering. It's like, was it always a power out? <laughs> like, was it mundane or was it spooky? <laughs> and, then, and I can never use candles again after <laughs> these events. <laughs> never. Again. Like, I, see that that should have been the the intro. It's like. It's like I don't use candles anymore. I've never been able to use candles again since uh, since the incident. We cut to Shelburne, Ontario. <laughs> yeah, there needs to be something up there. Yeah, no, legit. Mm-hmm. Then, um, in regards to them all, like the, the monsters in the forest, all camping at that one spot. I just I don't understand that really because. Like, did they assume that they would come back like immediately <laughs> after scaring? They're really patient. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like it again. It, like it tickles my brain because it it gets me like with that like out of context. What the why the fuck are they there? But then when you like yeah like if you look at if you think about it, it's like you can definitely come up with some dumb like reason like, why why did they do this? <laughs> like it's just like man, those are some really patient cultists. <laughs> it's like they'll come back. They always come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or it's like the shinning episode from from Simpsons, where like they're just out in the they're out in the um uh out in the uh the the maze and they can't find their way home. So like Marge and and Homer and all them um find like a like a, a they, he has like a portable TV or something like that, and they all just sit around like next to each other and like watch watch this like portable ra- this portable TV, and then they all freeze to death. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the only other way. I could think of the 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 people to go back, the kids, is like because they think they saw it, but they were drunk and high at the time. So maybe yeah. they're hoping that they'll come back not drunk and high because they'll want to prove to themselves what they saw was real, and then they'd get them. Maybe, yeah. And if 
like maybe these monsters can't actually leave the forest and that's why they didn't follow them home and why they're just waiting for them mm. in the forest. Yeah. I don't know. It's questions. Yeah, we we never get a we're not we're never we're not gonna get a sequel. <laughs> Probably not. Unless <laughs> when did this come out? When, when did this that, get yeah. po- I can actually quickly look that up. Hang on, let's check the history of this saw on the site. Uh twenty fourteen was when this got posted. So sequel's right around the corner. <laughs> yep. Any day now. It'll be twenty twenty four soon. Maybe that'll be the tenth year anniversary. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the end of my notes. Okay, um, then I suppose we'll move on to final thoughts. So, for me, this story has a good core hook or like a pre- and, and like premise of of something spooky and weird happening in the woods, and a bunch of teens like coming upon it and stuff like that. But the way it's written is a bit annoying to me, and in need of a fair bit of editing. Um, also it feels like the author isn't actually from the area or province. And I mean, if that's, if they are, I'm sorry, it, there was just a lot of incongruities and like odd descriptions of the regions, um, for me, uh, like, like to kind of like get over, like the, like try and like leap over and, and try and enjoy the story because I kept like, that's that in Shelburne <laughs> really in Sudbury. That's, that's okay. no. <laughs> I've been to those places. <laughs> so like there's a bit of a I was already I I guess I guess I was trying to get up a hill <laughs> for this story from like the geography point of view and like uh because of the set like the way the the setting is described that I it kind of ruined a bulk of the story for me. Um I will partially recommend it more for the weirdness value of what is in that valley and like what they like what what's behind the candles and stuff. Because it also, for me, it makes excellent fodder for a game scenario. Like I wanted, to, I want to kind of run this as a Cthulhu game, where the character, the players are a bunch of teens that that happen upon a Cthulhu cult now, um, out in like rural central Ontario. Um, but otherwise, the story could use a, a bit more work um, before I would recommend it fully. So that's that's my recommendation. Mikey, the East stands for evil. Alright. Well uh, the fact that I spent most of my time trying to figure out Nair's schooling situation. <laughs> Super important. Yeah, we both we, we both we both like we I think we both did like really deep dives into like the background and setting of this story. <laughs> yeah. Like like that really put a, a damper on the story for me because I was pulling it apart from like the first paragraph because of the mention of Canadian Texas. Yeah. Um and then when it got to the creepy part, it's just basically floating flames in the woods. Cause and then it's revealed at the end that there's a stack of candles. Yeah. Um so basically the easiest explanation is the candle cult and the zinger at the end doesn't really work for me. Okay, uh, that's fair. So also I just need to stop you for a second. You keep call you keep saying you keep bringing up candle cult and I just keep thinking welcome to candle cult. <laughs> it's like the 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 uh 
the club or like it's like the uh the, the kids club for like like the fan club for uh for candle cove <laughs> yeah oh my well, god they made on fridays yeah <laughs> Uh, and then they just there's actually like a, a port, to go kind of go back to my Simpsons reference. There's a portable TV that they have at their at their ritual site that they just like watch static for for thirty minutes yeah. while holding candles, <laughs> and then talk about like the, the the cool episode they watched of of uh, the little girl screaming and the puppet screaming and then blood just dripping down the screen, <laughs> and uh, and and pirate Percy and like the um. The ship, uh, the ship's face, just saying, "You have to go inside, don't you know?" <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it just, yeah, it's just, it's just a candle. It's a Candle Co. fan club. <laughs> it's Candle Cult. <laughs> this is part of the Candle Cove expanded universe. I'm sorry, I'll, 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 I'll stop. <laughs> uh, anyway, with that said, I'm not <laughs> recommending this. Okay. And gamer. I kind of liked it, honestly. <laughs> I, I'm okay, not yeah, joking. No, no, it's fine. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, like, while you two had the deepest of deep dives, and, like, you went right into the deep end and stayed down there for a very long time, it was concerning <laughs> while I was in the... <laughs> I yeah, it was very concerning for me while I was just, like, doggy paddling through the shallow end with my water wings on. I was wondering if you guys yeah. were going to ever come up. I was just coasting along the uh, surface of the water, just listening to uh, the story and just enjoying it and getting as immersed as as I can into it. It left me hmm. with questions, but not in a way that I was mad at, honestly. It just left me wanting there to be a sequel where like, he took photos of all the candles and he went back to his friends and was like, we have to go back there and see what the fuck's going on here. And then you yeah. can actually get some answers on what the heck's going on here. Like, there was a few mess ups with the grammar and all that, sure. And there always is because it's a creepy pasta. But it's it's amateur writing. Yeah, that like, too. It's... it's amateur writing from the actual <laughs> yeah. writer and from the character himself as well, who's just a guy. You know, so I didn't really have as much of a problem with the the wording and um as informal as the wording was, even with stuff like, you know, it didn't bug me because it's just a guy putting down his information, you know? He wasn't trying to do it in a structured, like, a novel or anything like that, you know? He's just putting it out on the internet, so it didn't bug me. But overall, I'll recommend it. I kind of want to see where it goes, if it does go anywhere. Although, since it's been damn near a decade, it's probably Almost. not going to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, unless... Uh, um... Uh, unless uh what's their name um unless indole uh decides to uh write or post another uh, a sequel to the candles of shelburne feel indulge um me. yeah oh um yeah i mean again i liked part of it <laughs> but like mm-hmm. i just couldn't get past some of the certain things but i'm glad that you enjoyed it yeah because like when i was starting to do my grammar i'm like okay grammar 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 okay yeah. that's enough i'm done i'm gonna read the story i want to enjoy this one for once how dare you so i'm like how fucking dare they you have enough grammar they'll do it it's fine you shit on me for liking things and, and, and letting things alone like and not like bothering with certain grammar things after a certain point how fucking dare you what are you doing right now sir <laughs> 
I was following your example. I learned it from watching you. Well, so did I. That's why I stopped with the grammar, because I learned that from watching you. I just, I, I love how we always have, like, a differing opinion on this I don't plan this shit either. It's not like I, I know, I know we, we, like 100% I we do not. And told you, like, yeah. do a deep dive in grammar. I'm not going to do shit on grammar. Yeah. <laughs> like, like peek behind the curtain for our audience. We don't tell each other what our notes no. are. We don't share our notes at all. This is, you, you are, you're getting the live, or as close to live reaction as can be on a recording. Mm. <laughs> just like i'm the yin to your yang or vice versa who knows yeah very well yeah again this is just the epitome of like we both have such different perspectives and opinions on things mm-hmm. yes although technically mikey would be the opposite of me because he said he wouldn't recommend it and i said i would and you said partial yeah like i'm i'm willing to give it like give part like the the core idea of the story of like the weirdness in the te- in the woods yes uh, a chance, or like I can use as like I can, I can. I, I'm seeing as like I recommend it to steal from it. <laughs> for for another steal creed is adventure. A bad word. <laughs> no, no, it's I mean it, like drawing inspiration, inspiration stealing. Yes. Yeah, drawing inspiration. It's the same fucking thing, man. It's like I'm st- I'm stealing the idea for my own thing. It's it might as well be the same. <laughs> <laughs> One sounds more kosher than the other. That's all I'm saying. I, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my recommendation is because the setting itself it was described relatively well even though i said like it didn't say that the flame was moving but the whole vibe of it it just worked for me okay so yeah okay so i guess uh at the end of the day brass tacks um partial recommendation not recommendation and then a positive recommendation yes so one and 1.5 down the middle. <laughs> uh, out of three hmm? right down the middle yeah right down the middle so and again like if if honestly i feel like having us three like if if somebody is like listening to us and like they vibe with one or the one of us or the other like they kind of gauge whether or not they want to l- read the story or read a little bit more like than uh, after after the fact sort of thing like they can get a vibe they, basically like they it's like if they they vibe more like me they they might like find it interesting for like an idea for something or like if they vibe like you they might find the story a lot more enjoyable and then if they vibe like Mikey they like I'm not, maybe I'll give this story a pass mm-hmm. like sort of thing so but uh it's kind of funny because i think yeah. it takes longer to listen to our episode than read the story <laughs> well, yeah but i mean like yeah <laughs> and again like we do at the start the, we do kind of start the story start the episode with like you can check it out at creepos.wiki or com or wherever these stories are coming from yes but yeah like <laughs> so maybe maybe we should change our format around sometime and just like we recommend it, and then like we go into like here's why, like spoiler reason, like spoiler stuff. Ah. That might, I don't. We'll, we'll maybe maybe think about that, or you know maybe force people to like listen through the whole thing and then get to the end <laughs> where they have to finally get the recommendation from It'd us. It'd be really weird if we flipped it around though, because at the start of this episode, Mikey would be like, "I don't recommend it." You'd be like, "I partially recommend it," and I'd be like, "I recommend it," and you'd be like, "Why?" <laughs> We'd have to talk about it. <laughs> well, and then even... and then they listen to it. well. Well, yeah, and then they, and then, then we go into it. Like, I, I've actually, like, I've listened, I've, I've watched, um, uh, Blood Splattered Vlog, uh, by the Horror Guru and, and Count Jacula, uh, on YouTube. And they do this exact same kind of thing where they, like, they do a spoiler free bit or at the beginning where it's like, yeah, you should go check this out or don't go check this out. Like, um, and then, all right, now that we've, we've said like a, a few spoiler free things about like why we, like, why we didn't like it or why we liked it and stuff of like that. Now we're going to go into our spoiler segment for the next like hour. Mm-hmm. 
and like either like bitch about the about the product or bitch about the video or the movie or or show or story or praise a bunch of stuff we love about it. Yeah, it's so. kind of more interactive with the audience as well because it's like mm-hmm. here's what we think, and then based on our thoughts, like if someone vibes well with Mikey, then they'll know going in they're probably not going to like it. But if they want to sit down and read it, then cool. And then they continue the podcast and they can hear how their thoughts with the story mesh with what we're saying as it's going through. Yeah. But then I'd also have to go in and like basically do like an even shorter like synopsis of the story. Like how like it's a story about like some teens going getting stuck in the woods or seeing something weird in the woods. Um, Recommendations. Actually, I guess we could just do that. Like, like, like basically a spoiler free synopsis. So like we're like basically just like sort of like the um like the pitch for the story. This is a pitch meeting. Well, no, like no, like I mean, like um, like what's the story like in two or three words, or in two, not two, three, two or three sentences? Um, and then we recommend it, and then we uh, all right now for spoilers. Here's the rundown, and then here's our our grammar position. Here's our final thought, <laughs> or our. You might thoughts. not even need the mini rundown. Just start it with like. What'd you guys think? And Mike's like, I didn't really recommend it. I didn't like it. Then, like, oh, then Gamer, what do you think? I recommend it. Okay, cool. Well, I kind of recommend it. So let's find out why. Or for for those that want to okay, read Okay, so it. you basically do away with, yeah. No, like you do the recommendations, and then you go, uh, for those that want to read along the story, is at whatever the fuck. And uh, here's a rundown after you guys are done reading. Okay. Hmm. It really doesn't. <laughs> It's not adding more words. It's just moving the words around because the ending is now yeah, the no, intro. legit. It took eight years, <laughs> but we might be changing our format. But sometimes when we go through the recording, this is the longest outro ever. Sometimes when we go through the recording, though, and hear each other's thoughts, we do change each other's mind. So we may need that a mini true. final thoughts as well to see if our or, um thoughts change dependent on what each other said as well. Yeah, because like sometimes it changes because like oh you did, you put up some good points that I actually kind of agree yeah. with, but like it it conflicts with my my opinion. So I guess I've I've changed my opinion. Like, and it's not like we're intentionally going out of our way to like no, our, I am right, you are wrong. This is why, like, kind of thing. That's like we, okay, well, <laughs> I'm <joking>. I'm less <laughs> evil. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm less cruel. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, it, it's I like how we're like we didn't have a we didn't have an eight year birthday uh, episode last week, but guy by God, we're making up for it on our on our pre Canada Day uh, episode yep. with this uh, long diatribe about like changing the format or like augmenting the format of our show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm keeping all of this in, by the That's way. Fine. Yeah, I wonder um, if it could be better, better yeah. or worse that way. Do you want to give it a shot next week? We can try it. Yeah, we can give it a shot. We'll put, um, um, put the question out into the. Uh... I'll even maybe put up a poll on Twitter before this episode gets out, and just like say, "Hey, would you want us to do our recommendations at the beginning of the episode and then go thing, or like just to see if like I mean any of the the listeners that we have on Twitter like see what their opinions on that hmm. are." Um. And yeah, well, as and then like yeah, we'll, maybe we'll do a couple of episodes doing that format, and then like. If we get any like feedback, uh, like via emails or Twitter or, or any of our comments sections, um, of if if people like this or don't like this format, then we can either just go back to the old way or we can stick with this new way. 
Um, this might actually be a really good turning point. <laughs> so we'll, we'll give it a shot next week. Mm-hmm. Or, and, and like a couple of weeks after, like, like after that, because we do have a bit of a, uh, we do have a bit of a, um, uh, a buffer room between episodes, uh, when episodes get recorded and posted. Yeah. Um, so we'll do a couple of episodes of the, of, like in the new format, uh, to see how, how it plays out, see how we, how we vibe with it. And if you out there are listening and would like to comment, um, you can, you can do so, uh, on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Um, you can also send us, uh, an email, uh, send us a message on Twitter about it. Um, Mikey is at the East End Cerebral. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow without that W because his name is very long. Yeah. And I'm at Review Cultist. I'm based like I mean, yeah, you can send any of us the message, but I'm basically the the the, the representative of the podcast on Twitter. Because <laughs> yeah, most of the time when I check Twitter is when we do this outro and you remind me that I have a Twitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so every week you forget and then remember again. Yes. <laughs> nice. Um and if you'd like to send us an email, you can go to aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you can also send us a message there, like saying like how well we're doing, or like if you don't like what we're doing, or if you would like to if you like the change that we're gonna we're gonna try and implement, or like should we keep uh should keep the, the formula the way it is? Uh, reach out to us. Talk to us. We won't bite. Um, and if you'd like to support us financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldenti Rigamortis and select the back tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, well, it'd be like screaming into the void and we wouldn't be getting emails and replies uh, and, and the odd comment. And it would just feel very lonely out in that dark, uh, in that, on that dark country road as we're trying to escape the escarpment. <laughs> and uh, without your authorship and posting your stories online for people to enjoy and, and read, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. These fans for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Happy Canada Day. Sleep well.